Welcome back to Young, Dumb, and Love, where we want to empower you to have a stronger and better marriage. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. All right, all right, all right, Brittany, are you ready? I'm ready. To talk my ear off? I'm just kidding. I'm going to talk your ear off. That's what's really going to happen here. All right. All right. Do do you ever feel like the coffee that we drink just isn't enough anymore? I mean, yeah. I feel like sometimes like the ice ones you buy, like yeah, like the ice ones that we buy from the store. We need we need something that's a little bit stronger. So I think it's time to start moving on to maybe something we brew ourselves and we get a little bit more adventurous about our coffee because I don't feel any caffeine running through my veins anymore. Neither. And, uh, or maybe that's just a sign that I drink too much coffee. I'm yeah, not maybe. sure. Whatever it is. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> well, today we're going to be talking about rules of engagement. Okay. We've been talking about communication the past yep. couple of weeks, really been breaking down a lot of things when it comes to communication in your yeah. marriage. And we truly believe and really, really want you to capture that communication is key to have a successful marriage. And when you can master the art and trust me it's an art you got to learn how to be an artist with your communication with your spouse when you learn how to master the art of communication you're going to learn how to have a successful and thriving marriage with your spouse and that's what our goal our goal is to find that help you find that for you and your spouse today so today we're talking specifically about when you're engaging in tough conversations specifically like arguments so more like heated conversations and <laughs> and we know those happen almost all the time. Yeah. And so just having the, like, that's why it's called rules of engagement. And I think, well, one, we do know they happen all the time, right? Yeah. And two, that if you don't really set those boundaries, um, when you sorry, don't really like set those boundaries, some work, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> text coming through, um, Oh, he's going to focus. Do not disturb for one hour. There you go. So now I'm in timeout. Now you're in timeout. I'm in timeout. Um, if you don't set those boundaries, those rules, those guardrails before that, com- before those conversations, then they can just get like too heated too oh my quickly. Gosh. Right? So easily. Right? So easily. Especially uh, when you're frustrated. You oh, know? absolutely. And we definitely did not do this when we first got married. And no. no one really told us to like, hey, you're going to want to set like fighting rules, right? Like. There's going to be times <laughs> that it's like fight club and you're going to wish that you had set rules. No, they were like, it's going to be so great. And you get to have sex for fun and free. And, oh, you know, gosh. like you don't have to worry. And it's like all these things, but not like, hey, when you fight and it gets like down and dirty and like you're going to want some rules. Yeah, you're going right? to want some rules. And so to a lot of you me. that are listening are like, well, we've been married a long time and we don't have rules. Well, we didn't set like rules. I would say like. It long, was a long, long time. time where we yeah. would just fight. The gloves would not like physically, gloves but, off, yeah. but more like not physically, <laughs> um, but where we would say things, do things like it was, we could just, there were no rules. Yeah. Say the things you want to say, do. And a lot of those things you can't take back, you yeah, know? So true. Um, so that's kind of like brings us to the first thing is like set boundaries mm-hmm. in the rules before you fight. Yeah. Okay. Um, and don't try to set boundaries while you're fighting. No, That's not going to really like, help. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you ever, okay. So like when you're playing um, a game with your kids, especially like our youngest, cause she's, you know, she's still little, she's only four <laughs> and we're like playing the game. She's like, no, 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 that's not the rules. Do this or do that. And she's making, that. It, up and she's making it up as <sighs> she goes. Right. 
no, 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 move that person over there. Or no, when I draw this card, I get to move three times, not just one time. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the rules are you only get to go one time. And that's what's important when you're, and you know, making these, like when you're fighting, you're not gonna, you, most likely you don't have the self-control when you're upset to go, no, 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 we can't say that. That's not nice. No, you're just going to say things yeah. and you're going to do things and you're going to, you know, walk out and slam a door or someone yeah. may like punch a hole in the wall. I don't know. I'm not oh. saying these things Oof. have happened nope. with us, um, you know, nope. but so set those boundaries. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you have to think about your marriage almost like a sport, right? Like everything that you do, there's got to be some type of boundary. There's got to be some type of rule that you guys set together. And right now our youngest is actually in soccer for the first oh time. Oh my gosh. Uh, she is four years old playing soccer and it's hilarious, it's right? Hilarious. Now, she quit 20 <laughs> times the first practice, 10 times the second practice and no times the third one. And she yeah. literally came over and said to me, I quit. But, no, well she did. She quit the first. She goes, I hate this. I quit. I don't even know where she heard the word hate. She's like, I hate this. I quit. But the third practice, guess what? She came over and at the end of practice, yeah. she told me I didn't quit one time today. Yeah. And so it's like, it's so real. I don't know why I told that story, but it was so cute. Because I brought it up. You I know, but I told I the story it because it's so cute. But <laughs> Well, I was telling the story because I wanted to talk about how in her soccer right now, it's almost like there's no rules, right? The rules oh, are yeah. we switch out every four minutes. The kids yep. switch out. Uh, the, we have 16 minutes of gameplay total. And, uh, that's about it, you know, 16, so, half, and like then, 16 minute half and a 16 minute. And half, the one yeah. rule that they have to follow is two rules. They have two rules. There's two teams. Okay. That's one rule there. You're, you're on your own team with, uh, with your kids. Right. And then the second rule is don't touch the ball with your hands. Okay. Now the, the point of this, of soccer for, especially for these little ones is to get the ball into the goal. Yeah. Now when you're that age and when you're, you're just learning how to do it, it's like, it's chaos. Oh I mean, the gosh. kids are just going everywhere. And they're like outside of the cones. They're, they're, they're kicking the ball the wrong way. They're oh, all yeah. scoring for the other team because they don't know what goal yeah. to go for. You know, like it's just absolute chaos. When yeah. you get to high school and you go to a soccer game, it's going to be very, very rule based. You're going to have to, there's red cards and yellow cards and there's all kinds of stuff that they're going to do. But at this age, it's just like, we don't know what the heck we're doing. We're just running all over so the place, cute. kicking the ball. And and sometimes in marriage, that's what it can feel like. We're just running out. Yes, yeah, definitely not, not cute. as cute. It's not cute as, when you're four years old and yeah. you're running around, but when you're 35 yeah, and you're not running as around cute with no at all. rules, not cute. But the rules are there for a purpose to help you compete no, compete in yeah. the game that you are in, right? And same thing goes for your marriage. You have to look at your marriage and put place into in in some rules of communication, rules of engagement, so that when you do argue or you you are in a bad place yeah. with each other, you're able to go, okay, hold on. We've yeah. agreed that we're going to talk, we're gonna have these conversations, and if it is an argument, we don't see eye to eye. We've placed rules to help us come to a place where we can have agreement with each other. And when you do that, you're gonna have more successful yeah. Yep. arguments with yeah. each other. Yep. So having those rules and then kind of like as you're setting those boundaries, you know, um, and it may be like, Hey, if we start raising our voices, we're done, you know, fighting. If, yeah. uh, one of our rules is neither one of us can leave the house. Yeah. So like, why did, why did that rule come into play? Because when we were dating, we got in an argument and we were at I was living at my parents' house. So we were at my parents' house. We yeah. got an argument and Julian got in his car and left. Yeah. I was just like, and I was, nah, I'm not going to do what I this. Said? Don't come back. <laughs> Ever. 
Yeah. You I, laughed? I was like, okay, but it was a real thing because I didn't know how to have in that kind of engagement, right? Because for me, I shut down if there's intense arguing going on, right? And when we started arguing, I was just like, I don't want to engage with this. I'm just going to yeah. leave. And so I just yep. left. And I, I learned the was hard like, way. Just don't come back. I think I like locked the door. No, for sure you did. Because I was like, for oh, sure you, you did. Don't leave. Don't ever come back. Yeah, don't come back, boy. Um, but so that's one of our rules. You don't, you don't leave. That doesn't mean that you can't be like, you know, might leave the room or like give yourself a little time out. But you don't leave the house. Um, and again, I think, and this goes. This is right now we're talking in marriage. But if your kids are around, that is also not an appropriate time to yeah. have a fight. Uh-huh. So having those boundaries of, okay, he doesn't leave the house Two, we do not have arguments in front of our children. Yeah. And if we feel like it's starting to go there, then it, we table it. Yep. And even if we're both like mad at each other, uh-huh. it's like, we're not doing this in front of them. Cause it's not fair to well, them. Well, and kids are sponges. They see oh, everything yeah. we do. Absolutely. They don't listen to much of what we say, but, <laughs> but they listen and they, <laughs> they see listen everything we do. And it, even if we're yeah. like having like, not even arguing, but we're kind of just being serious. Oh, and we're having a conversation. Like, stop fighting. Mm, stop fighting. You guys. The we're like, one. The older we're one literally we're just talking. talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we try to do that pr- to protect them from yeah. um, what the actual situation yeah. is, because I'm telling you, kids are sponges and they, yeah. they catch everything. Yep. So set those rules, you know, and then, I mean, obviously a huge one and is no, we aren't going to get physical and in a way that is painful to the other one. We're not going to physically hurt each other. And so, you know, having these boundaries set and I feel like that should go without saying, but it needs to be said, like there are going to be boundaries, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so having those boundaries and then be aware of what's going on in your spouse's world. And that's going to help you in these rules of engagement. Yeah. So, I mean, let's just think like outside stressors. So work, work, kids, mm-hmm. if you're in school, um, hung, if you're hungry or oh. hangry <laughs> or tired, you know, and like those yeah. are things that I know you laugh in the moment because yeah. you're like hungry. Okay. If you're hangry and you're trying to have an argument, like it's just going to make it worse. Just don't do it. Yeah. And well, so, and that's the, that's the communication side. You yeah, have to express what's going on. You, so she wouldn't have known, but even just like yesterday, I was I super like, see it on him. He was just hangry, like, yeah. but it was hangry. I was, I just needed to eat something and it was really affecting me. Like something was off. Yep. Right. Yeah. And I just told her, I was like, I just think I'm hangry. Just I just think I, I just told Go her ahead. and it was like, okay, great. Well, cause, I now mean, I know that like, he's not just being a jerk to me. Last week it was, you know, like the week before the, you know, ladies. And I was just, ex- I was exhausted. Oh, I could not do anything else. I was like, I am just so tired. And so I just like laid down and fell asleep on the couch for like 45 minutes. And sometimes it's just like, you need to know what's going on in your spouse's life. Imagine being a um, girl dad, only anyway, girls in this house. <laughs> so, and, uh, so, you know, be aware of what's going on in their world. That'll help with, you know, these mm-hmm. arguments or yeah. whatever. And then, um, knowing their history. Yeah. You know, and that's why we talk about all the time, like why communication is so important when you know your spouse's history and the stuff, um, that they've gone through one, you never attack them for those things, but that will also help you to identify why they may be reacting a certain way. Cause you're like, okay, this is really weird. Like this feels like it's out of left field. And if you know, your spouse has a history with whatever it is, like for me, for example, uh, for example, like with anxiety, then Julian might be able to be like, Ooh, you know what? I feel like maybe she's reacting out of that. Maybe I should try yeah. to, um, approach this differently, mm-hmm. you know? And also it could really lead you to have compassion and then squash the argument to begin with. So true. Um, 
And then like we've been talking about like styles. It's another reason why it's important to know your spouse's style because it's going to help you identify different rules. Like if I know Julian's a certain type of communicator, um, it's going to help us when we're setting those guardrails. Yep. So, so true. So true. Yeah. Style's huge. Um, oh, another one that we should go over is never bring Ooh. up old wounds from your marriage yeah. in the heat of the moment. I think, I think there's a lot That's of a, that is a hard couples one, yeah. that do will do this oh, yeah. and maybe not even on purpose, but it just happens just, because you're, it, what's happening in that moment might remind you of something oh, that happened in the past. And you're just like, well, you're just this because you're in that blah, 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 and it just turns into this thing that yep. it doesn't need to be. Yeah. Um, instead of with your arguing, we really should be future focused, right? We yep. shouldn't be focusing so much on the past and what happened back then, especially in the heat of the moment. Especially that but is never good. The, the point of having conversations Oops, and maybe when you don't agree is to have an outcome, right? To right. have, to be yep. future focused with yep. each other. And when you can really focus on, okay, how, how are we going to come to a place where we can agree on what we're arguing about right now? Yeah. Um, that we got to meet middle ground somewhere because yeah. that's what a marriage is, right? We're going to give and take both ways. But when we have a middle ground that we're trying to aim for, that's future focused. When right. you start focusing on the things of the past, all you're going to do is just dig a big hole well, and, that's just and never bury gonna, yourself inside of it. That's never then, then the argument becomes never ending. Yeah. You're Cause, like, cause, okay. Cause we can go on forever about all the things that I we did have wrong. in our past. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, yeah. Um, but, and that's the thing. If you're, if you start to then trudge back to stuff that's already been discussed and already been forgiven, then you're really not going to solve the issue at hand. Mm -hmm. You're yeah. just, I mean, and then your spouse is just defeated. Like, well, if you're still mad at me from 10 years ago, then how in the world are we going to fix what happened 10 minutes ago? Exactly. That doesn't mean that these things don't need to be addressed. If it, if it really is bothering you so much that every time you have an argument, you feel like the need to bring yeah. it up. Then when that argument is done, then you sit down and say, Hey, this is still bothering me. I think when the other day when we were talking, I wanted to bring it up. I didn't, but it's still bothering me. Well, I felt um, like my wound was getting opened up, yes, you know? Yeah. But don't bring it up in the heat of the moment. It is not focus on the future and at the thing in the moment, you yeah. know, that doesn't mean, and maybe that thing then becomes like, you're like, okay, actually I'm mad about that. Then table it for that. Yeah. You table know what I mean? Table good. it. Yeah. Um, never bring up your spouse's trauma, mm -hmm. abuse, Yeah or brokenness, um, from any time and specifically from their childhood Yeah, in the heat, in of, the the heat of the moment. Yeah. Um, now these are all like in the heat of the moment. So obviously these are things that you need to discuss with your spouse. Um, but not in the, like, I'm not going to bring up something from Julian's childhood in a way to hurt him or to win the argument, to win the argument yeah. or, well, you're communicating like that because fill in the blank or you did that because fill in the blank. Yeah. Um, just off limits, you know, and I think that's yeah. the other thing. And that'd be a great thing to kind of even put back into that first point is set the boundary of like certain things are not like they're off limits to bring up in heat of the moment for sure. Times, yep. You know, and, and a lot of that would be, you know, like say Julian decided to bring up something, um, about, you know, like my, like childhood in the middle of a conversation, then that is, in and of itself, a form of abuse. Cause you're really in a way trying to put back on your spouse, that mm -hmm. victim mentality, because mm -hmm. when you can get someone in that place where they start to feel like, Oh my gosh, that victim feeling again, then they're just gonna, sometimes they're just going to give up in the fight because yeah. they're just like, I can't, 
I, I can't win. Yeah. I quit. I'm done. No matter what I do or say, um, you're and always going to bring this, that up. It's yeah. a way of playing dirty. It too. is dirty. It's playing it dirty, is. you know, and um, my parents taught me cheaters never prosper. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I just think it's a way of, it's like playing a cheat it card is. a little bit. You're like, it well, is. 100%. Um, so yeah, just, and that doesn't mean that if you have those things and you haven't discussed them with your spouse, absolutely. They need to be brought up in the appropriate time. And we've yeah. talked about this over and over. Um, but in the heat of the moment is not where you bring it up. So true. So true. And that's, that's one of those things you have to have a very safe place, whether that's absolutely. with a counselor, a pastor or whatever, mm -hmm. like where you can have a third party, someone who can walk you through those wounds, 100%. those things from your childhood, the brokenness, like those are so deep yeah. and embedded into our souls yep. that we have to focus on fixing and, and mending those issues with the correct help, right. you know? And so you should never bring those up period unless it's in a safe environment where you can truly work on those things right. and work and through them. always for your spouse's healing and their redemption and not for re you know, harming yeah, or, hurting, harming, or hurting or shaming 100%. them. Cause they already have felt those things yep. or do feel those things, you know? And so that's just, no, that's a no. Yeah. 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 Um, res resist hateful speech. Yep. Name calling, um, you know, anything. Uh, words last forever. Yeah. You ever hear that, uh, that saying sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. No, that's because that's the, they so destroy far. you. They don't yeah. hurt you. They destroy you. Right. Um, that's the truth is it's, words yep. are powerful and yep. whatever you're saying to your spouse, you're speaking over them. Right. Absolutely. And so if I were to say negative, hateful, mm -hmm. mean things to her, she's really not going to hear any of the maybe positive things that I might've thrown in there. She's only going to hear the negative, hurtful, powerful things that I'm yeah. speaking over her. And yep. so your words that you speak over each other are so, so important, more, probably more important than most of it that we talk about mm -hmm. your words, matter now actions are huge too but man speak life yeah over yep. your spouse well and the thing is too it's like you could like their words are unforgettable unfortunately mm. and once you've put it out there you can't take it back i don't yeah. even say it. it's hard to take it back no you literally can't take it back you can <sighs> apologize you can ask for forgiveness but you cannot take them back yeah they are out there and so it's like why it's so important to be so careful about what you say and, um, like, just like, I love that the Bible says this, like, watch your tongue, keep your mouth shut and you will stay out of trouble. <laughs> I was like, see oh, Proverbs 21, words, 20 words of the wise. Um, <laughs> and those who control their tongue will have a long life. Yep. Opening your mouth can run, can ruin everything. Can ruin everything. And I was like, <laughs> do I even have to say Take anything else? Heart. But I mean, there's so much, and we're going to unpack like a lot of just like, what scripture says and just godly communication and communication, communicating well, these were really just like, Hey, these are rules of engagement for those heated moments. But words are the most powerful thing that we have. They're such a blessing and can be such a curse at the same oh, time. Yeah. Um, and I think too, what we forget, and we'll talk about this. So obviously resisting that hateful speech in this time, but what you can unlock in such a positive way in your speech too, you know, and we'll unpack that in another episode because this one's really more about engaging in those more heated moments, but you have so much power with the words that you say, you know, and, um, some of you and some, like, I mean, even 
obviously we have to ask for forgiveness from each other all the time, but some of you might be like right now, like I need to go to my spouse and I need to ask them for forgiveness or I need to, you know, say like, I'm sorry for that thing that I called you or that I said, or, you know, whatever that is, um, because it's stuck with them. Yeah. You know, and you could be married five, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And something your spouse said to you 20 years ago can stick with you, you know? Um, so real. Yeah. yeah. That's why I try to make sure I tell her she's so beautiful and I love her so much every single day. Julian Speak has life. never <laughs> called me a mean name. I mean, <laughs> not to your face. <laughs> I, haven't we all maybe said something under our breath? Like, maybe I shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> Come on. Don't even act like you're not guilty of that. Oh, but see, I hey, would admit real, it and just be talk. like, yes, I absolutely did. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, yeah, okay. yeah. So he needs to ask me for forgiveness later. Anyway, <sighs> no. all jokes aside, all jokes aside, avoid or resist hateful speech. Um, That's right. Words last forever. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> stick to it or walk away. So when I say walk away, I don't mean leave the house in your car because <laughs> like, if wait, the door is locked when you come up. <laughs> no, like stick to these guardrails that you've set. And if you really yeah. start to feel like I cannot for the life of me stick to this right now, you might need to walk away. Mm -hmm. You might need to say, I just need a moment. And here's the thing. The other day I was having a rough day. Yes. Admittedly having a rough day, didn't want to talk, be touched, looked at. I kind of wanted everyone just to like, yeah, like if he wanted to leave the house, then I'd have been like, sure, you should totally get out of here. Um, just me and him at home (laughs) and I came downstairs and I kind of was just like doing my thing And he was like, are you okay? And I was like, not really. And he's like, what's up? And I was like, I don't, I don't want to talk about it right now. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure. And here's the thing I knew. I knew that in that moment, I couldn't stick to the rules of engagement. And it wasn't anything like specific that I was like super mad about. I just like had a couple things that I needed to bring up or wanted to bring up. But I knew that in the moment... I wouldn't be able to stick to these things. I would have brought up past things and I would have just probably not been very nice. So I just didn't talk about it right then. And then we talked about it later, right? I mean, here's the thing. Like sometimes you just have to be like, I love you. Yeah. It's fine. And I'm not, but I'm not going to do this right now. Yeah. And I'm not one to pry. If she says, (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, great. That's on you, girl. Yeah. I just go, that's on you. If yeah. you don't want to talk about it and then. Well, this is why it's important to know your spouse's style though, mm-hmm. because some spouses you need to maybe pry. Like, no, you need to tell me what's going on. Are you okay? And others. It's well, like, I know for usually I don't have to pry stuff out. Cause I'll just tell you. Yeah. But that's the thing though, is that's why it's important to know because you, I need to pry things out of you. A little mm-hmm. You might be like, Oh, I'm okay. But I'm like, no, you're not. You need to tell me right now. But deep down I'm dying inside. Yeah. So there's <laughs> like, that's the thing is knowing your spouse their style, the way that they communicate, the um, they you know, being be a student to. of your spouse so that when I say I don't want to talk about it, it means I'm not talking about it. When he says I'm not going to talk about it, I'm like, Ooh, I might have to push have that to a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so um, true. You know, yeah. and then knowing what's going on in their world, like he knows what's going on, like with my work or with, you know, how I may be feeling like, Oh, as a mom right now, this is how I'm feeling. Or, you know, this is whatever it is because when I say I don't want to talk about it, then he's like, oh, I know why. She's just busy. She's got a lot going on. And when you know those things, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, it's okay. She's yep. fine. She just needs space. Yep. So true. Do you have anything to say about that? Nope. 
know nope. your know your spouse's style. That's yeah. so important. Yep. And right in that moment, I definitely knew. And I was like, yeah. I'm not going to say anything to you then because you're not telling me anything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She's working it out in her head. She's working it out. <laughs> um, but then just be determined to win together. Mm. I think we always want to win our own side. Yep. But like we always talk about, if one of you loses and the other wins, you both you really both lose. lose. Yeah. Um, the goal in marriage is to be a team. You're, you are one. So if I lose, you lose. And if you win, I win. So it's like coming from it from that angle rather than like, I'm going to win this argument. Yes. Um, you know, and it's, it's why it's so important to know your spouse. It's so important to want them to win too. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a good way of saying it. I mean, cause at, at the end of the day, if we're arguing and I feel like I got my point across and I said exactly what I need to say and I, I'm right and she's wrong and, and she goes to the room and she's defeated and she's broken and she's, yeah. you know, going through all of this stuff, how I feel in that moment about being right isn't going to do anybody any good, especially me. It's only going to make it worse for myself. It's going to make it worse for her. And yeah. so when you're, when you're in these moments, that's why it's so important to go, okay, we have to find a common ground, a place that we can see the future together, right? And when you do that, you're both going to win. Yeah. But if you don't, you're both going to lose. And I'd right. rather win because we're supposed to be on the same team. If you're on a if you're on a team, if one person wins on that team, everyone wins. Yeah. If one person loses, everyone loses. That's just yeah. the way it works and that's the way your marriage should work. Yeah. Well, I think too like when you really think about it, if you win and your spouse lo- like loses and say you walk, do you actually feel better? No, not at all. Like do not you that I've really ever, feel ever better. won an argument, but um, <laughs> but no, I do not feel better. And maybe in the moment you're like, oh yeah, like oh, I got my point across. But like do you actually feel better? Do you feel like your marriage is winning? Do you feel like you're growing? Do you feel like good about that you know what I mean I think that's the other thing is like when you really think about man like I just totally squashed their dreams their feelings their heart like did that really feel good yeah no do I feel like a better husband am I leading well am I leading the way Jesus would want me to do I feel like a good wife do I feel like someone who's a safe space for my spouse like ouch like no not at all and if you're not a safe space guess what they might find one Mm. and you know, you want to be that for them. And yeah. so, you know, setting those boundaries is so important. Yeah. Um, you know, That's so true. And these boundaries, setting up these boundaries for you are going to keep you out of the hamster wheel. Like, Oh yeah. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. if you're, if you don't have boundaries when it comes to your communication, communication yeah. you're going to be just on a hamster wheel. You're not going yeah. anywhere. You're running and running and running and running and running and yeah. running and running and running and nothing's ever going to happen. You're just going to keep doing the same thing over and over with the same exact outcome yeah. and that's failure. Well, and we had talked about like kind of like, you know, and it's such a great example and probably one that we use all the time because it's stuck with us, but like the fear dance, if you, you really can put anything in there because yeah. it's just about cycling and being yeah. on a hamster wheel. Um, and I thought about, and this was just different notes. I actually have literally written in pen just right here. Um, but like, when you're on the hamster wheel of communication and arguing or whatever it is, like you, what is it? You are defensive, cruel, shut down. Like what, you know, what are overspeak, attack yep. and get like whichever spouse, like, and I'll just for an example, I'm not like, I don't know. Cause like, say it's one of you's defensive and one of you is cruel and you know, and then there's a shutdown. So it's like, 
defensive, shut down, cruel, defensive, shut down, you know, and then you're just, just like constant. this over and over and over yeah. and over. And this just becomes exhausting and yeah. painful and frustrating and defeating. And that's not how marriage communication is supposed to go. Yeah. Not that it doesn't sometimes. And then you have to like halt that and be like, no, we're getting off of this and we're going to communicate better. And that's why, cause we always have, you know, I feel like every episode we say the word communication, like we should have a communication count. And that's why we <laughs> went back it's and we're idea. doing another <laughs> communication series. And, you know, next week and probably the week after we're going to really focus on like how then, you know, okay, I, I set boundaries and in the heat of the moment, this is how I'm going to try to communicate. But then how on a day-to-day basis do I just communicate well and in a healthy way, in a way that, you know, my marriage is not shaken by outside things because we know how to communicate. Yeah. Um, you know, and I jotted down like healthy communication will lead to healthy marriages that thrive regardless of outside factors and have win-win outcomes. Mm. And I think that is really how you want to be able to communicate, right? Where it's like, this could be going on. The kids are crazy. This needs to be done. We need to eat dinner. We need to do that. We need to do this. But if you have good communication, those things just, they keep going. You're on the hamster wheel of life, it feels like sometimes, of okay, we gotta get this done. But when husband and wife are communicating well, then there's like that team, you know, there's, everything just goes easier. It's so true. You know, I'm not frustrated because you didn't think about, you know, how you could help or whatever it is. It's like just communicating. This is what I need. This is what I need. Um, so we'll be talking what I just was thinking about this last week. It's all <laughs> just real life was... examples things that things that things that were happening going on in our life and just like communication, how much it helps to just say what we need, you know, say and what you need we take it. That's good. Um, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Sensitive. Anyway, so coming up me, I'm not, you can I know, say, I'm you can say what you want, but trust me, I'm not going to be the sensitive one in this conversation. I'm not talking about um, being sensitive, you being sensitive. I'm saying oh. it's very now. It's a sensitive <laughs> subject. Um, anyway, so we'll be talking about like healthy communication. What does that look like? What does mm-hmm. the Bible say about communication and really talking more about, um, just about our words and then talking about body language, which, okay. Body language. If you know what Disney character I'm referring to, please put it in the comments. Yep. Body language. (laughs) Body language. Ah. Okay. Um, 60% of what we say isn't with words. So Mm. we'll be talking about that, what your body language says. Um, I'm always trying to give off some body language. <laughs> and then another, we're going to talk about improving romantic communication, which will be Julian's favorite episode. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up before he gets too crazy. And he starts singing some like R&B from early 2000s. Oh, those are the jams. Which would be his those romantic communication. I still, listen, <laughs> I still listen to them. I'm not going to even lie. Um, anyway, so again, just you know, rules of engagement, really think about like, how can we implement this in our marriage? Um, and how can we, cause honestly becoming a good, I don't want to say arguer, but when you can really hone in on this and totally, it just, they just go a lot faster. Like I would say, do we argue? Yeah. But they're like wrapped up really quick because we have almost become professional arguers. Yeah. Um, I know that sounds weird. Well, it's true though, because we don't see eye to eye on a lot of, on a lot of things. Actually, we are very 
we're so different. different and we like what's a big deal to her i'm like that's not a big yeah, deal yeah and and, yep and is anything a big deal to you because i'm like trying, oh, i was gonna say what's a big deal to him is not to me but i was like <laughs> what's a big deal to Julian? i mean i can think of a few things but um, <laughs> we'll talk about that a in few another things episode or one, too. Thing. <laughs> one thing you can think of one thing that's a big deal to you ah Am guilty charge <laughs> but anyway when you when you can become good at arguing um I know it sounds so weird because it's like counterintuitive. Good no, at totally. arguing. They go by faster. They're less, um, actually they become more just like constructive Yep. than they do like hurtful. It's like, okay, this is the issue. How are we going to solve it? How do we get past it? And then you yeah. move on. Yeah. It's like learning how to, it's like being a debate club, right? You got to just learn how to debate your side. And and just, honestly, one of you is probably better at arguing oh, and could squash sure your spouse every time. Sure there is. I. I. And the not better arguer. <laughs> and these and the are things is, is we wouldn't have pointed out about each other and that we weren't first married. So if you're first married and you're like, don't. oh my gosh, I cannot believe that they would even say that. This is 18 years in the making of being together. I could. She can. You have to she know do too. A dance like on my chest. <laughs> one of you is probably more skilled with your words. One of you probably keeps. This guy right here. Guys, come on. They've this been around guy. long enough to know that probably not this guy it's totally you this guy right here one of you um probably just is smarter than the other this guy no, this guy that, well yeah <laughs> one of you just you know if you wanted to try to win every argument you could but yeah. you wouldn't feel good about it yeah you, yeah you would feel right? terrible about i would yourself. feel terrible one of you is probably this is funny this we're just gonna do this a little bit okay okay one of you probably doesn't really mind to admit when you're wrong and the other one probably absolutely, it's almost physically painful I, to admit I, I honestly wrong. don't know why it's so hard for her. <laughs> you can't even say it with a straight face. I can't even say it with a straight face. Would you say it's hard for you to admit when you're wrong? Oh, gosh. No, it's so easy. You're like literally crying. I'm doing crying. it right now. <laughs> you're literally crying. I'm literally doing it right now. <laughs> I can. Do you think I admit when I'm wrong pretty easily? Um, but you're never wrong. So how could you admit that you're oh, ever wrong? Oh, that's not true. <laughs> See what I did there? That's actually not true. It's actually very true. Okay. 99% should... of the time, you are not wrong. That's and not I true. should listen to you, but I choose not to. And then I regret I just it later. Really, really fast to be like, <laughs> you have great oh, discernment. So let's just say that. She has great um, discernment and I should listen to her more often. But then my problem is I have a sharp tongue. Oh, oh, it's like a dagger <laughs> to the heart, man. Skika! And I'm like, I've had to, and I'm just I've like, had to learn. I've had to train that bad boy for a long like, time. Why are you talking to me like that? Okay. But do I do that as much anymore? No, I've no, come no, no, no. a long, you've come, long, you've long, long way. A, it was a long sword. She's almost all the way down to a dagger. <laughs> it's babe it's fun rules of engagement set boundaries <laughs> never bring up old wounds you just did anyway, okay but, but in all seriousness these yeah, are serious seriously. that's good okay. that's good could we do a little recap real quick just for them um yeah. from the very top and just just say okay. what they are real quick you want me to say all of them so yeah just a little recap of rules of engagement of what we've discovered is works for us yep. really well all right, so set boundaries or rules before the argument. Yep, yep. Never bring up old wounds from your marriage in the heat of the moment. 
never bring up your spouse's trauma, mm. abuse, or brokenness from childhood yep. in the middle of an argument. Yep. And resist hateful speech. Words last forever. Stick to it or walk away <laughs> and be determined to win together. Yeah. And when you can win together, you're going to win. It's a win-win all, all the way around. Win, 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 no matter what. Why do we always sing? It's so annoying. I know. Seriously. What is wrong with us? It's because we love music and that's yeah. what we do. You yeah. should hear us in the car when it's just us. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yesterday was a living on a prayer. Take oh. my hand. It was so great. Make it, I swear. It was so great. Well, we really hope that this episode helped you with your rules of engagement in your communication with your spouse. And uh, just like we say every single time, make sure you hit that bell, you subscribe. We want to make sure you don't miss any of our episodes. Share this. Share this with your friends. If you have a friend who has a spouse that maybe they need, a, they need to work things out, they need some help. Uh, send them the link. Let's, let's share this around because we know that um, what we have to say may not be perfect and may not be and it's not one popular, size probably. fits all. <laughs> uh, but what we do know that there are things about everything we say that are so important for every marriage. So we would love for you to share and be a part of this community. Hey, until next time, we'll see you.